In this Ask the Dog Guy episode, which is brought to you by the Power Steering Dog Training Collar and Leash, we have a look at a golden retriever that won't poop on the grass and we explore why that might be and what to do about it. Background information. The dog's name is Lucy. It's a golden retriever, spayed female, two years of age. They just got this dog. We adopted her from a breeder who retired her early from their breeding program because she had to have a C-section and she got mastitis. At the previous owner's house, she was raised around many children, a husband, a wife, cats, 10 other gold retrievers, horses, sheep, and chickens. She knows some commands, but seems to only follow them when she wants to. Uh, she's very uh, mild-mannered, well-behaved, and doesn't even bark. She isn't hyper at all. She seems to have separation anxiety. She whines when my two daughters go to school or outside without her. She howls when we leave her in the backyard by herself for more than five to ten minutes. We have two cats. She seems kind of afraid of them. The cats were afraid of her at first, but because she's never been hyper-aggressive, they will come around her now. The dog and one of the cats have been nose-to-nose. She listens well but when we tell her no for example, when she starts to eat the cat's food. She's potty trained. We've had her six days and have tried to get her to go potty in a dirt area in our fenced backyard, but she won't go in the dirt. She just lies down while we wait. We've given her 15 minutes. We put her on a leash and take her to the dirt, but she won't go. If we let her on the grass, she goes potty just fine. Today, we haven't let her go in the grass at all, and she hasn't gone potty since last night. That's 15 hours or more since she went pee, and about 24 hours since she went poo. One day when my 10-year-old daughter took her for a walk around the block, she said Stella went potty in a dirt area. Even though Stella hasn't gone potty for 15 hours, she isn't acting like she needs to go. How do we get her to go when we want her to go? Um, There was a little follow-up sent as well, um, because I asked uh, what they've tried so far. We picked up her poop from the grass and we put it in the area. I've tried taking the leash off while we're in the dirt area. She just stands by me and looks at me. I try to ignore her and read on my phone, and she just lies down in the dirt. We tell her, go potty, but probably doesn't know that command. This morning, I took her out to the dirt for the first time since last night, and she didn't go. So I brought her inside, put her in the kennel. She doesn't go in willingly. We have to push or lift her in. After 10 minutes in the kennel, I I took her back to the dirt area, and she still didn't go. So I brought her back to the house. Well, let's have a look at the video. Uh, There's not really a lot to see, but it does... I sort of convey the general idea here. So here's our hopeful, I guess, that'll be the bathroom area, hopefully at some point. And uh, there's our dog saying, not interested. I'll just have a nap while you're checking your messages. So uh, that's, uh, I think that's uh, it's all basically 11 seconds there. So that's not much. All right. Well, we don't really need to see that much. Here's what. Uh, so here are the things that kind of jumped out at me in the uh, the information that you sent. Um, the, uh, the it sounds like you got another one of these breeders that um, I question their ethics. Um, the uh, uh, doesn't mean it's a bad person. It's just that uh, a dog has a very specific critical imprint period and there are all sorts of things that a ethical breeder does to create uh, a temperament. Uh, Golden retrievers are by nature typically a little softer than most dogs um, but they're uh, they don't need to be uh, shut down soft and we're seeing more and more in that because so few of the breeders follow up to see you know how confident are they later in life and but we know based on as I've said in many videos and many articles I've written 
the research has been done in, in, with this. Uh, in, in spite of the amateur dog training world encouraging you to take your dog to puppy kindergarten classes or puppy socialization classes, two of the worst things you can do with a puppy, um, uh, we knew know how to form temperament, and it's certainly not those two ways. That's the opposite of what you would do. Uh, but it's got to happen between three and 12 weeks of age. And it just, it, it, you know, for a dog who's going to be by nature a little bit softer, uh, from by nurture, uh, they'll be a little bit more confident and it, it can counter it. So it's just those early life experiences have um, a lot to say how the dog's going to deal with change. And here we're, we're dealing with change, and that's why I think it's worth uh, um, uh, mentioning, because uh, you, you, you mentioned uh, uh, just looking here, you know, she's with all she's around 10 golden retrievers and horses. But if she wasn't around uh, an urban environment, it's can be a bit of sensory overload uh, for a dog like that. Separation anxiety. If we don't start to introduce our puppies, uh, the breeder should start doing this um, to being a, alone a little bit and spending a little alone time in their crate. And then when we take the dog over, spending a little time away from the family so that they learn to not get triggered with separation anxiety. They learn how to deal with it. And there's a whole process you do where you're supposed to just going cold turkey and leaving the puppy alone. There are ways that you ease them into learning how to, I call it, learn to exercise your suck it up muscle like all our mothers do. Well, we take on that role and we take on a puppy and we teach them, look, you're not bad, I'm not bad, but there's going to be worse things in life than being uh, me being six feet away from you and then 10 feet away from you and then out of your sight and then not even in the house. So... That's ethical breeding. They start that because if they don't, a lot of dogs end up with separation anxiety. So I think that your problem you're running into is is more a uh, change. And if you don't get on it, and I know that's not what you're writing about, uh, but you're so early in this, much of this behavior, uh, usually it magnifies. And so where you've got some issues, now you're going to have issues with drama. Like the, just, the dog just starts to build and ruminate and it just gets worse and worse. So there's a lot of things you can do to begin to interrupt it. Uh, one of the, uh, I mean, it's too late for it to have uh, a proactive impact, but one of the books that I wrote on uh, forming a puppy's temperament would be worth having a look at. Um, and then uh, you would try and work with somebody who knows a little bit about behavior, not, you know, somebody who thinks that, getting a dog to sit for a treat is training. Somebody who actually knows what they're doing here um, can help you keep this from uh, mag from getting out of hand and building a healthy bond rather than, see, you know, th that sort of anxiety that when the girls go outside or, or whatever, I always tell people I'd still be married if I ever met a woman who was into me as uh, it sounds like your dog is into the, your, your daughters, but it's not healthy. I mean, if I'm in the bathroom in the house and my... Uh, love of my life is outside the windows or outside the door scratching at the door going when are you coming out when are you coming out uh, it's not healthy and so we want to make sure that she is happy when she's uh, on her own or the girls are out there and we need to start addressing that so all that's worth mentioning because it sort of alters the way that i would go about dealing with this specific behavior when i've got a dog who i describe more as an old soul and i would we'll, we'll call her that um uh, slow is fast. You want to ease in. Um, so I, I've got, um, uh, I've got a book you can read. It's like five bucks or something on how to house train a dog. And it's, I think it says house train a, dog, a puppy in five days. Well, she's not a puppy and it's not going to take five days, but it, it'll lay the groundwork. Um, so, uh, one of the things that threw me in your email says she is potty trained and 
I, 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 you didn't elaborate, but um, it sounds like she is conditioned to go in a certain area. And I, I, I get that. that. That sounds like what she is. So we're going to have to kind of break her old cycle. The way I, I describe it, and I, I hope my ex never listens to this, but you know, when I wanted to go camping early in our, in our marriage, uh, her response was, well, I'd love to go camping. How much porcelain is there in the bathrooms that are on the campsites? Uh, knowing, obviously, that we referred to it as the pea bush and there was no bathroom. So she just said, had a good time. Bathroom habits we grow up with and we can rigidly adhere to. Some people uh, will drive across the city to use a bathroom uh, that they're familiar with, their own bathroom rather than a strange one. And I think that's the cycle that you're, you're trying to break here. And uh, I mean, normally you could just put her on a program where she's got no choice. And I, I mean, eventually she's going to go. But what I'd likely do is first step here. Let me, I just grabbed some notes that I, I, I set aside here. Is, uh, is I'll give you a quick review of what's in that book. But first thing I do is you see this grass here? I would go buy a, a roll or two of sod. And I would sec put the sod right here, uh, about the size of a, I don't know, bathtub or two bathtubs side by side, you know, so two, two little strips side by side, cram them together. And I would buy a little shrub protector. You know those little mini picket fences? You can get them at the dollar store for a buck a section. Uh, sometimes they're little white picket fences. Sometimes they're wire pieces of green wire. And I would just punch that into the ground right there, like right around the little grassy area. And I would just start, because everything's new here, there's too many changes going on, let's ease her in by just getting her used to going to a spot. But when you start to go, okay, she's on the schedule that I'm gonna recommend a schedule. And, uh, uh, and where she's going out the door, she's going to this spot, and then she goes to the bathroom, and then we go do something else. Um, when you've got that routine going, you're going to cut some of the sod down. You're just, you know, grab a pair of scissors or something, a knife, and cut, make it a little small, not, like not drastically, just, just ease her into it. The, the more sensitive the dog, the more gradual you want it to be. And as the days go, uh, as they move uh, forward, I'm not quite sure which climate you're in, how much time you got here, but eventually it'll get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller than you toss it. So you might need to have a backup roll to get all the way through it, but that would help. But the other things I would do is look at the quality of the food you're feeding. Some dogs, uh, um, if they're not uh, on a, a good quality diet, they've got to eat twice as much and poop twice as much. So that's twice as much work. Uh, time the feedings. Uh, there's something in nature called a gastrocolic reflex. If she's on a scheduled feeding, she eats. Just put her food down, take it away after three minutes, Give it back to her for the next feeding. Eventually, you'll see that within 20 minutes, she'll need to have a bowel movement. And you can kind of use that to time the, 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 uh, the trips out. But short term, let's not put her through agony here. Let's take her to her little sod area and we'll uh, um, uh, give her two minutes and we'll do it every hour. But set your watch and keep a chart. I've got a chart I can probably send you. Um, keep a, a, a chart go, okay, there's, and look for three days in a row, no accidents in the house, she hasn't gone to the bathroom anywhere else other than that area, then you're gonna go every 90 minutes. And then you're gonna go, if you start this with a seven and a half week old puppy, by the time they're 16 weeks old, they're sleeping through the night and they're only going to the bathroom three times a day and they're going in one spot and then you don't have landmines all over the yard. So 
um, the, add, add the little uh, 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 visual sense. If you can, I mean, some people, uh, uh, you know, their homes are large enough that there are multiple doorways. And if you, if you want to like really narrow it down and link the chain, uh, give her little links of a chain here, you take one door that you go out when you're going to take her to the bathroom and take her out the other door to go to the car, to play in the yard, to whatever. I mean, even if it's a little inconvenient, it just will help her connect the dots as to where you're, uh, where you're wanting to go. So I, I think that'll break the cycle. And I, I'm not that worried about that. I'm more worried about the anxiety issues because I think that... Um, uh, I, I think that may turn into a bigger problem as time goes on. It may be that she just settles down, though, in, into the new routine. And, and uh, I just don't want you to take the chance. I, I, I get the dog on a program that deals with anxiety, builds confidence, gets cardio involved, and it, it makes a big, big difference in making the transition. And they, they come out of their shells a lot faster. You'll find hundreds of free articles, along with the store for my training ebooks and the dog training collar and leash that I often recommend for those dogs that have you coming back from every walk with one arm longer than the other at askthedogguide.com. I'll include links in the podcast notes as well. If you have a question for Ask the Dog Guy, that's me, John Wade, you can send your question and ideally some accompanying example video to john at askthedogguy.com. That's john at askthedogguy.com. I'll also include some links in the notes as well. If you found this or any of my other Ask the Dog Guy free resources of benefit, or if you'd just like to be a supporter of science and common sense in companion dog training, you can buy me the occasional coffee or a cognac or maybe two via the Buy Me a Coffee link provided in the notes.